and salutations, Simmers, and welcome to the Simmers Digest podcast, a Sims and Sims community-based podcast. I am Technobabble, your host on this audio exploration, guiding you through the vast and fantastically creative community that makes up the Sims, hoping to help you discover someone new, learn a little more about some of your favorite creators, and highlight all of the amazing people who make up our community. Oh my goodness. I am so ready for this week's episode. We've got so much going on, and I'm just ready to go straight to the episode. But first, I'll give you the rundown. Should perhaps this be your first time ever tuning in, which, if that is the case, welcome. Alright, so we're going to kick the show off with basically Bex, who has For the Love of Sims in the studio today. Fluffy Monkey is back this week to teach us all about TikTok. That's right, it's TikTok time. Did, Did you guys see what I just did there? Soli Sims has a welcome dose of Simspiration in the form of a new mood board for this week. Starshus busts out the soapbox to give us all of the dust, I mean dirt, on kits. Pfrog Sims is back this week with all of the latest challenge news to keep you busy for literally the entire month. We feature a full suite of Sims videos to check out on YouTube with our Simmer TV showcase. Lady Sweetheart has a brand new Maxis Match CC creator to share with us. April Dark is here to share an amazing Machinima collaborative story that includes crossover with some of our other cast members. Hip Hip Renee has an in-game tip that literally blew my mind, and the Something Similar crew is looking out for our console players this week with their tip. And if that was not enough for you all, the amazing Alaren has all of the Sims 4, Sims Mobile, and Sims Free Play news from this week, including the announcement of our kit giveaway. See, now you know why I'm so hyped to dive right into the show. And lucky for all of us, that is about to happen right now. Soul Soul Simmers and welcome to another great episode. My name is Bex and today we have For the Love of Sims in the studio. I am thankful and very excited to get to know her. I cannot wait to see what all this interview has in store. So without further ado, let's welcome For the Love of Sims to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me on today, Bex. It is such a cool opportunity to be able to come and sit down and talk about my favorite game with you. So I'm just so excited to be here. Thank you so much. What a coincidence. The Sims is also my favorite game. But anyway, of course, I'm so happy to have you here. So I always ask everybody because I love to gauge how long people have been around the Sims community. How long have you been playing The Sims? So I was actually introduced to The Sims, not through the traditional way, but I actually found it on Facebook. So back in 2011, they launched The Sims Social, and it was so much fun. I became so obsessed with it, and I got my mom into it, and we would play. And back then, I don't know if you remember, but they had games back then that had like little energies and you could only use so much energy per day and if you went over that amount you'd have to pay extra. There was so many in app or 
for in-game purchases. And for Christmas that year, I just begged my mom. I was like, mom, please, 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 if you could just buy me a gift card to Facebook so I can buy my Sim some more furniture. <laughs> and I was so excited. I got so many gift cards and I went on to the Sim Social and I bought everything I possibly could for my Sim and it was just so much fun. That was my real first taste of the Sims and I just got hooked after that. Oh my gosh, that's like the preciousest little story. Oh, I love that. Um, I did not know that that existed. So I think that's pretty freaking cool. So of course, I have been asking people about like their favorite build buy items. But I wanted to get a little bit more about Cass. So is there a favorite Cass item of yours? That's actually such a difficult question to answer because I feel like there are so many things in Creatism that I actually really love and I feel are super useful, especially for the type of gameplay I like to do. Um, but if I had to pick just one, I think it would be a full body outfit that came with the Get Famous expansion pack. It is very vintage looking and very proper and it just is perfect for any um, time period gameplay that you might do, um, which I do a lot of. So I actually use that suit quite a bit and it comes in some really great colors and a little cute bow tie. It's just perfect to make all of my sims look like they are from that certain time period. Wish we had more vintage clothing in the sims. I just feel like there's not enough so I completely agree with you and it's a really great item so I like that. So I am a completionist for The Sims 4, and I have been trying to figure out what everybody's favorite pack is. So for you, I'm going to ask you like what your favorite expansion pack is for The Sims 4. My favorite expansion pack is Get Together, um, primarily because I just love the world of Windenburg. I love building, especially off camera. I really enjoy building and I love how big that world is. And I also love that you can turn it into so many different things. So like I have a series on my channel called the Medieval Legacy Challenge and I've basically changed the entire world into like medieval times. And I feel like I've seen that done quite a bit where it's just such a perfect setting for it and all of the items that come with build and buy, you can really bring that type of um, aesthetic to life and I just love that. I also love the fact that the get together pack came with the clubs and groups because I use that constantly trying to when you have a legacy challenge trying to get all of your family members to a wedding or to an event <laughs> is nearly impossible so for each group of my sims they have like their own group so like if the older sims probably want to invite over their siblings or their mom and dad. I'll have them be a part of one group and then I'll have all of the kids be a part of another group. So then I can just start a gathering wherever I go and I don't have to worry about getting everybody there and them disappearing. <laughs> so I would say that's the, why that's my favorite expansion pack. Um, I probably wouldn't be able to film and make my videos the way I do if it weren't for having that feature. So for me, that's my favorite one. I think it's so cool that you use get together so often in your content. Um, and that totally makes sense why it would be your favorite for sure. So speaking of content, what would you say is the best challenge that you've ever done? Well, I would have to say my favorite challenge is the decades challenge because I am such a huge history buff. I really enjoy 
history and learning about the past. It's something that I've always really enjoyed. So being able to use the Decades Challenge to kind of bring history into the game really adds a new level of challenge. So the Decades Challenge starts in 1890 and goes all the way to 2020 um, to modern day. And so every decade brings a new challenge to your Sims from the smallest things like you can't use electricity or they didn't have showers to like much bigger things like, oh, your Sims are facing wartime or you know, they can't eat because it's the Great Depression. So it's just a really good opportunity to kind of play outside the regular gameplay. Um, and then it's also just a great way for me to explore the different storylines in which, you know, all these characters face these different challenges during the time period. Um, and I'd say that's why it's my favorite, primarily just because I'm just so interested in how these Sims, you know, how the world around them affects their everyday life and the choices they make. And I just love it so much. Yes, I saw that ch challenge on your channel and I was hoping that you were going to talk about it because I was really fascinated and I'm putting it on my must watch list. I think that it's really interesting how the different decades can play into how the Sims can like go about living their life. So I felt that was really interesting. So of course we play the Sims and make content for it because it's a game we enjoy, but it's also a game that we enjoy playing outside of content. So what is your favorite aspect of The Sims 4 when you're not making content? I would say now my favorite aspect of The Sims 4 would probably be the sentiments part of the game. Our Sims can actually have feelings towards one another. I think we all love creating a story in our head when we're playing with these Sims about how we see their lives going. So once the sentiments was introduced with the update from when the Snowy Escape Pack came out, um, that was just such a huge add-on for me because before... I would have to kind of pretend, oh, this character doesn't like this character. But now with the sentiments, you know, it really shows me a broader picture of how my Sims are actually feeling. It's funny, you know, I even had one couple that was fairly popular on one of my series and they actually, they strongly disliked each other. <laughs> and so it just added a whole nother level of storytelling. That along with the lifestyles update with the pack, you know, together, I just feel like my Sims have become way more well-rounded and it's just been so much more fun since we've got that update right now we don't have to fake it till we make it like the feelings are real and they're there and they tell a story on their own and we don't not that storytelling is hard or bad but it helps facilitate storytelling and it helps the sims naturally go somewhere so i really i do appreciate sentiments as well so in terms of content creation what would you say your favorite thing to do in the sims is I would have to say my favorite type of content to create is Let's Plays because I feel like it's such a great opportunity to really delve into different characters and storylines and really be able to learn who these Sims are and why they make the choices they make. It also allows an opportunity for me and the viewers to come up with storylines together and get ideas with each other that makes for a way more exciting and interactive experience with everyone. Um, at the end of the day I just love telling stories and I just really love watching all of these families go through different time periods together. That's awesome. I could never figure out how to make a let's play 
go on. So I appreciate and have mad respect for Let's Play Simmers. I it is a talent in and of itself. So I definitely respect you hard on that one. Let's Plays are my one of my favorite things to watch, but I personally can never do it. So I love that. So what would you say is the best part about creating content? Once I started creating content, it really allowed me to connect with the community and being able to have people be so passionate about, you know, these sims that I have created and the storylines for them just gets me even more excited. I really love connecting with the community, you know, through Twitter and through, you know, my viewers on my channel. It's just been a great opportunity to not only, you know, connect with them and learn what they like and what they don't like, but also they've taught me so much on how to properly play the game because it is so hard, when, especially with legacy challenges, as your sims grow, you're like, oh, I forgot she was related to him or, oh yeah, she probably should be younger than him technically. So just being able to have that community where we all come together and we can share our love of the game together. It's just a great feeling. I feel like I've really found my place in the world. Wow, that is a really good answer. I definitely can like 1000% agree with everything you just said, especially the Sims community. It is such a wholesome and welcoming and loving community. So being able to be a part of that is really exciting. And definitely as a content creator, having a community of your own and, you know, building relationships with the people who consume your content is always a wonderful experience. So this kind of brings me into my next question, which is what advice would you give an up and coming simmer? Something that you wish someone would have told you before you started creating content. I think the best advice you can give to anybody if they're planning to pursue something is to, you know, just follow your passion. If it's something you're really going to want to do, then you will do well because if it's something you want, there's nothing that'll get in your way of doing it. As long as you are really passionate about what you are pursuing, don't worry about what other people say because in the long run, YouTube and content creating in any format... I, you know, people always say it is a marathon. It is not a race. It is something that'll take a very long time. And if you are hoping to have something happen to happen overnight, it's not going to happen. So you have to be patient and just enjoy it. Like, I feel like we get so caught up in the numbers sometimes you forget that you started it because you were passionate about it and because you enjoy it. So just remember that we're all working really hard and that everyone deserves a chance and to be able to remember to continue to support others. I once again cannot agree with you more. Yes, yes, a million times yes. The part about it being a marathon, not a race, I felt like really hit home for me. So I think that it would really hit home for a lot of the listeners here. So I really appreciate that really heartfelt advice. I feel like it's definitely going to resonate with some people today. So I'm going to get into like one of my favorite parts is asking you somebody who you wish the entire world knew about. Someone that you believe needs to be shouted about off of the rooftops. Who's one simmer that everybody needs to know? I'd have to say a simmer that I would think the whole world should know about is Aussie Cast Plays. Cassandra is such a creative writer and she has such in-depth storylines with all of her series. 
She has so many different things and variety on her channel. And not only that, she is so sweet. She is so sweet and so knowledgeable. Every time I watch an episode of her of her videos. Doesn't matter if it's, you know, the 100 baby challenge or if it's the haunted house flipper that she's doing. I always, always learn something from her videos. And so I feel like just watching her videos not only are entertaining because she is a writer. She has written books. <laughs> she's very talented at coming up with stories, but she's also very well versed in the game and has so much knowledge about how to play it and, you know, different tips and tricks. And I feel like anybody who watches her videos um, would always walk away from her, an episode of her videos um, learning something. So she's on YouTube. Her name is Aussie Cast Plays, and I really love her, and I really think everybody should check her out because she has been doing this for so long, and she deserves so much more support on her. All right, friends, you heard her. Make sure you go check out Aussie Cast Plays and show some love and make sure you let her know that For the Love of Sims sent you. All right, of course, I checked out your channel and everybody else here needs to go and check it out as well. So what is one series on your channel right now that people need to go to as soon as this podcast is over? What are we doing as soon as we're done here today? Um, I would have to say the one, the one series on my channel that I am the most proud of would be my Decades Challenge because I have been doing it for over a year now, which is insane to think about. And it is basically, like I said before, you start in the 1890s and go to modern day and you're following along with a family who is deep in the depths of poverty on a farm, trying to raise a family, trying to survive all of the challenges that have gone on. You know, they go through World War One. they've gone through the Roaring Twenties, the Great Depression. There is always something, and we have so, such a variety of characters from nice people to people who might be a little bit more cheeky and in the criminal careers, and it's just a really loving, endearing story at the end of the day about how mankind survived through some of the hardest times in real life history. You can see the beauty in the challenges that, you know, our ancestors and, you know, our grandparents had faced during their upbringing and the fact that they could still be so positive and bring us into the world and make us such positive people. I think there's such a beauty to that. You know, going through life struggles are really hard, but seeing how people thrive and change and grow from those experiences and still manage to love one another and be able to, you know, get by. Like, I think that's the best part about the challenge. And there's a lot of different th storylines that are happening in within this huge family, the Dempsey family. Um, so it's a great opportunity to showcase so many different things from, from custom content for all of the different time periods uh, to different builds so that way we can recreate these worlds and then on top of it mods so that way we can really have farm animals or really have certain things to to make it really feel like it's coming alive. We're about to enter the 1940s and it's going to be World War II and I do have to say I think that it's going to be a pretty exciting, um, exciting time period. So yeah, that would be the one I would recommend checking out. I feel like that one showcases me and the type of content I like to create the best. Yes, yes, yes. Make sure everybody goes and checks that out as soon as this podcast is over. Spread the love for the love of Sims. 
Thank you so much for joining me here in the studio today. I loved getting to know you and chatting with you. Before we let you go, please let everybody know where they can connect with you best. Thank you so much, Bex, for having me. I get so excited and passionate about talking about The Sims and especially content creation. And I just really appreciate you having me here. Um, if anybody is interested in finding me, I am at For the Love of Sims, and love is L U V, not L O V E. <laughs> um, For the Love of Sims on all of my platforms. It's on Twitter as well as on YouTube. I also have my own website, and it is www.fortheloveofsims.com, where I post articles on there, and there is also a contact me on there. So thank you so much, Bex, for this opportunity again. I'm extremely grateful. I love what you guys are doing here on the show and thank you so much for having me absolutely make sure you go there everybody and check her out all right simmers dag dag Hi friends, my name is Braylon, aka Fluffy Monkey, and I want to introduce myself as the newest guest segment on The Simmers Digest, The Sims Social Segment. Each segment, I will be sharing strategies for social media and giving you some insider tips on how to make the best of your social media channels. We're going to start with Instagram, as that is the most difficult social platform for creators, and the one I know the most about. Later on, we will talk a bit about Twitter and TikTok as well. Don't forget, for more goodness, you can follow me everywhere online at Fluffy Monkey. That's three F's in the fluffy part. I share tips on Instagram for social media, and you can always reach out with a DM if you've got any questions. All right, friends, today is the day we are talking about TikTok. You either love it or you hate it, but however you feel about it, it is an extremely valuable tool to gain followers to support your other channels, and it's quite fun to engage with. TikTok is a short-form video platform, meaning videos are anywhere from a few seconds to one minute. The beauty of TikTok is that you can pretty much make any kind of video with low-quality footage or graphics, and it can go viral overnight. Now, we already talked about Instagram Reels, an extremely important part of growing your Instagram channel at the moment, and TikTok is basically the same thing. So, if you're already making Reels, you should definitely be uploading them to TikTok. Vice versa as well. If you have TikToks, upload all of them on your Instagram Reels. Now, TikTok can be a difficult platform to master as well, but if you have time and some creative ideas, it can have a very high payoff for not a lot of work. It's recommended to post three times a day on TikTok, but you definitely do not have to do that if this is not your main platform. Personally, I use TikTok as a way to double dip my content from Instagram, and I don't give it a ton of attention other than that. However, if you are somebody who really enjoys watching TikToks and you enjoy making videos, I would honestly focus on TikTok as your main social media platform to bring people over to your Twitch or your YouTube. TikTok has a far greater reach than any other social platform, and it takes a lot less work than Instagram. You may be thinking, how do I come up with that much content though? Three videos a day seems like a lot. Well, a handy guide is to do one video in your niche, so Sims or gaming, 
one trendy video, meaning something that is trending on TikTok, and one video that shows your personality or who you are, something silly, telling a story, can be pretty much anything. These can be made pretty quickly, especially if you use TikTok's sound feature. The coolest thing about TikTok is the ability to use sounds from other people's videos, meaning you can take a video with sound and add captions to make it something entirely different. I highly recommend spending about 15 minutes on the platform each day before you make videos to see what types of videos are trending, save certain sounds that you want to use for later, and make a plan for the day of what content you're going to make. I hope that was helpful. There is a lot more to TikTok that we may cover at a later date, but for now, that's all I got. I really hope you enjoyed these social segments and that you're able to apply some of these techniques to your own platforms. If you have any questions, my DMs are always open. You can find me on every social platform at FluffyMonkey. That's three Fs in the fluffy part. Um, until then, happy simming, friends! Are you looking to create a zen spot perfect for relaxing? Why not start in the bedroom? Check out our mood board on Instagram this Tuesday or visit simsdigest.com and check out our entire Simspiration section to get your inspired moodlet. It's your favourite Sims detective, Star Shiz, and this time I've swapped the magnifying glass for a soapbox. Yes, you've guessed it, it's a Star Shiz opinion piece that nobody asked for, but I'm rudely shoving in your face because I just need to let it out and talk. Today's topic of the day is Sims 4 kits and what my take is. This will be my personal opinion and word of warning may not be balanced. Some of you are going to disagree with me and that's okay. The whole concept of kits concerned me and when they got leaked, my first impression was yikes. I don't think I like this. I didn't understand the point of them, especially the timing of it all. It just seems off. They have been marketed as focused tiny nuggets of content that complement different styles of play. But do they really complement the game? The throwback fit kit, for example, didn't have many masculine options, but all the female tops were cropped as if we don't have enough of those already. And some of the designs were similar to other packs. Some of you guys argued that the country kitchen had a similar design to the parenthood kitchen sets. And we've seen the Sims reuse similar themes time and time again. By now, we just want more variety of styles. The other thing I'm concerned about is the overall timing. The Sims 4 
is coming up to its seventh year of release and there is still so much lacking, especially in core features. Why have they decided to bring out kits now? I don't think I would have been that annoyed if the game had depth, felt whole and then they gave us kits to complement the game. That would make sense to me. But to give us fillers when the game is lacking just seems like a distraction technique to me. Let me explain. When a game lacks depth, and someone is starved of meaningful gameplay and the game company throw you a new concept altogether, most likely you're going to be tempted just to give you something that will help fill that void. In fact, for some of you, it's not going to fill that void for long. By then, you've probably already bought all three kits because they seemed affordable at the time and EA aren't going to care that you got bored of it after a week because you've spent all your money on them. Even I was tempted by dust, but I must set boundaries for myself and I'm not going to spend five quid just so I can vacuum in The Sims. I bought laundry day because I thought it was cute for my Sims to do laundry. After three days, I got so annoyed with it that now I don't use it at all. It's quite curious that we're getting rumours about them hiring staff for The Sims 5 at the same time kits have been introduced. To me, kits are cleverly disguised microtransactions and they might have been introduced to pilot different variations of microtransactions for The Sims 5. It's not the first time we've had microtransactions. It's true, we've had The Sims 3 store, but The Sims 3 store was a fleshed out game that had depth. I didn't play The Sims 3, but I'm guessing the store wasn't perceived well or didn't sell as well as they hoped because if it did, we most likely would have got a Sims 4 store. I believe they don't want to let go of the idea of microtransactions because EA loved them and it's like a trademark. So what they're doing is trying to market it differently this time and with all the speculations of The Sims 5 being online, online multiplayer or there being a competitive mode, microtransactions is just something else to add to that mix. The last thing that worries me about kits is just that we've got so many different types of DLC. We've got expansion packs, game packs, stuff packs, and now we have kits. A lot of the themes of packs have been recycled and divided and split into different types of packs. I feel like kits are going to dilute the game even further. I'm worried kits will be filled with stuff that could have easily been put into future game packs or expansions. The Sims 3 and 2 had fleshed out expansion packs and themes were grouped together quite nicely. The Sims 4 though, not so much. I understand that this was quite a negative take on kits, but this is just my opinion. If you love kits and enjoy them, then I'm happy for you and respect your right to enjoy them. It's okay to have differences of opinions as long as we don't impose them on others. The beauty about Sims is that we all have different experiences and play in different ways. There is no right or wrong opinion. I've been your host Starshes. Keep shining until next time. Bye.
As you all know, Simmer's Digest started with a single Simmer, myself, creating a digital magazine featuring all of our community's amazing content. We have since grown exponentially thanks to your amazing support. We now host a weekly podcast, weekly Simmer features, bring new chapters to our Let's Watch series each week, create YouTube content, host a Discord server, and so much more. We are growing faster than I can even believe it, and I want to thank you all for your amazing and continued support as we grow and create new ways to feature you and your amazing creativity. As we grow, we want to be able to offer even more to our fans, including more giveaways and new segments. In order to do this, you can help contribute by becoming a Simmer supporter on our Patreon page. Per your votes, we currently have multiple tiers set up that you can contribute to, knowing that if you can help, that every dollar raised will go back into supporting our awesome community with giveaways and continuing our growth. Please keep in mind that there are many ways you can contribute to the Simmer's Digest. Why, even just listening to this podcast helps support the work we do. But if you can, and you want to join us on Patreon, you can now do so. Just visit patreon.com forward slash Simmer's Digest and become a Simmer supporter at whatever level you can. Again, thank you for supporting us, whether it is listening to the podcast, liking our YouTube videos, leaving us comments, sharing the podcast on your socials, or just being a positive member of our Simming community. We value you and your continued support and look forward to creating new ways to showcase and feature your amazing works. Hi, my name is Tia, otherwise known as Serendipitya on YouTube and Twitch. Before joining the Sims community, I was primarily a variety gaming Let's Player and Twitch streamer, but these days I'm mainly known for creating music videos and a voiceover series called Invisible, both of which I film within The Sims 4. To be honest, I'm somewhat new-ish to The Sims community, and through watching other series, meeting more creators, and making myself more aware of the community as a whole, I very quickly identified that machinima making was a very small niche of The Sims community. Which was really sad to see given that I know how much work goes behind every single episode, whether that be voiceover or subtitled. There is an incredible amount of time and effort that goes on behind the scenes that I really feel goes unrecognised. Not to discredit other creators, but I found that let's plays, cast videos, speed builds, etc just seemed so much more prominent in the community and gained the most traffic. So because of that, I came up with the idea to dedicate an entire month to Sims Machinimas, from all past Sims games, and I called it Marchinima, as it's an event during the month of March, and it sounded kind of catchy, I guess. So I used my Twitch platform to create a space where we could all watch and react to a bunch of Machinima series together, and overall, it was a really heartwarming experience seeing everyone come together. Creators were getting the recognition they deserve, and we were all sharing our support for each other. It was really special to see. Following the success of last year, I decided I wanted to make this a yearly thing, and it seems that other directors in the community want to follow suit, and will be hosting their own Marchinima Watch Together live streams as well, which is amazing to see, and I hope to keep hosting this yearly event in the hopes that Sims Machinima will become more widely recognised in the community. 
So if you want to get involved, there'll be plenty of streams to hang out in during the month of March. A lot of us will be using the MarchCinema hashtag on Twitter, so please come out, show some love to these amazing Sims directors, and I hope to see you all there. I am Soli Sims and welcome to From the Gallery, a segment on the podcast where we get to know more about the amazing creators who fill the gallery with their stunningly creative and unique builds and sims. Today, I want to welcome Madi Yadi to the show. Hey, it's nice to be here. It's nice to have you here. Now, before we jump into the nitty gritty of your sims creations, please share just a little bit about yourself to let our listeners get to know you a bit. Let us know what your origin ID is and your favorite thing or things to do in the sims. Um, so I'm definitely a builder. Um, I do sometimes play and I like, um, I do go into casts sometimes, but generally it's, it's just building. Um, and my origin ID is just Mardi Yardi, um, and you can like find me everywhere under that. So um, here on the podcast, we love getting to know Simmers and making lasting connections. What are three things you'd like to share with our listeners about yourself? Um, I'm a mum of three. Um, they keep me very busy um, but when I'm not playing The Sims I'm generally just like watching TV with my husband we love watching like Netflix and binge watching series um, but I also love knitting and reading and I do like to sing but only to myself <laughs> <laughs> so um, you love series what is one of the series that you like that you really enjoy um, at the minute we're watching um, Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and it is amazing. We're, I'm a bit late to the party with most series. Um, everyone's always seen them before me, but I definitely recommend that one. It's, it's so good. Oh, that's great. So you have so many wonderful uploads in the gallery. What is one of your creations that you are most proud of and why? Um, it's hard to choose. I think I would say um, my teacup cottage build. Um, it's basically a house um, on top of a teacup. Um, it's just really different. It was my husband's idea. He said, build a house in a teapot, which, I mean, he doesn't understand The Sims. But I was pleased at how it turned out, and I managed to make it functional. So that was a bonus. I actually... I was. I normally comment one of my favourite builds after my um, interviewee says what theirs is and would you believe mm. i was literally going to choose that same one <laughs> i just yeah, it love is a favorite yes i love how you did it and it, it definitely shows like a whimsical side as well as um just the uh, um creativity the ingenuity that you had in implementing it it's a beautiful oh, build <laughs> thank you so where do you draw your inspiration from um so i think it's it's a number of different things um it can be like an item so obviously like a bed or something in the game and i want to put it in a build um it can be um like an interior style so like industrial or you know that kind of thing um but obviously um the community is like huge and there's so many people in it it's very inspiring generally and i also really love pinterest you can find so many different things on there um so yeah that's probably where I, i'm i'm find myself most <laughs> that sounds great i know you get lost in the world that is pinterest 
<laughs> um, and Definitely. Is, yes. And is there any one particular style you favor over another? And if so, what is it and why? Um, so I don't know if I favor one particular. I don't tend to build very big houses, so I'd say smaller things. Um, but I really love like clutter. And I like recently I've been really drawn to like... Um, houses with more character so like cracks on the walls and like boarded up buildings and that kind of thing i don't mm -hmm. know just something about it at the minute i understand that completely it, it does bring in a little bit of something extra to the build make it looks more um like it's not just brand new and fresh like it's lived yeah. in and, and real definitely so do you showcase any of your amazing creations anywhere other than the gallery and if so where can we check them out um, so mainly I'm on Instagram that's like my biggest platform um, and probably where I put like the most effort in um, with showcasing everything but you can find me on most social media um, I've, I'm on Twitter and things like that but I'm not as active um, on there but feel free to come across and say hi I am I'm mad yardy everywhere I think apart from Twitter but all of my links are in my Instagram bio anyway I am so thankful for you taking time out of your day to meet with me. It has been wonderful getting to know you better. And to all our listeners out there, be sure to give Mariari a follow on the gallery. And don't forget to drop a comment or two. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks again for coming by. If you would like to be featured here on the podcast, the website, on Twitter and Instagram, be sure to tag your uploads with the hashtag SimmersDigest. From all of us here at Simmers Digest, I'm Soli Sims, and we cannot wait to see what you create. This is Challenge News with P-Frog Sims. Katie here, aka P-Frog, and today I'm here on the Simmers Digest podcast with the latest and greatest Sims 4 challenges that you might not have heard of and that you can try for yourself. If you don't know me, I'm a Twitch streamer and a YouTuber who's kind of known for building weird stuff and generally being a bit of an oddball, so if you're into that, come and check out my stuff. Hello everyone, today I have got six challenges for you, so I'm not going to go into crazy detail. But as always, if you want to look up any of the details of the challenges, the links will be on the Simmers Digest website. Let's get stuck in. First up, I've got a challenge from Phildos. This is a challenge with an optional shell to use, so you can either do it as a shell challenge or build your own exterior. This is due on the 15th of March and he will be touring them on the 16th of March on Twitch. So not a lot of time for this one, but it is a cool idea, so if you've got some time this weekend, give it a go. This is his A Bit of History Build Challenge. So he's built the shell of a museum, or you can build your own, and there are four types of museums that you can make. An art museum, natural history, transportation, or tourist trap. And the description for that last one is, is this even a museum? Build a place that is clearly a trap for the most distracted tourists. Careful with your money here. And I love that one. That is my favourite of the four. Uh, the rules are on his tweet, which you can read for yourself via the website, via Twitter, blah, blah, blah. And the hashtag is PhildosMuseum, which is hashtag F-I-L-D-O-S-M-U-S-E-U-M. 
Next up, Sim Michelle has a new furnish challenge. For her furnish challenges, Michelle likes to have a client that you are designing for, and this month's client is Elder Jim. And this is a murky furnish build. So think dystopian, distressed vibes. An abandoned games booth sits in an abandoned amusement park in a murky post-apocalyptic world. In the basement, Jim not only survives, he thrives. And the hashtag is SMFurnish20, and it is due on the 25th of March and will be toured on Michelle's Twitch. Kipsa Daisy has her seventh shell challenge, if you're into those. No theme for this, so go nuts. Her tours will start on Twitch on the 28th of March, and the hashtag is DaisyShell7. Rianne has got a new shell too, and this is her third shell, and there are specific wallpapers that you have to include in rooms on the build. Now, the deadline for this is the 28th of March, and the hashtag is R-H-X-A-N-N-S-H-E-L-L-0-3. If a whole house or even a museum is too much for you to build and you're looking for something a bit smaller... Kawaii Foxita has created an utterly disgusting room filled with rubbish and cobwebs and cracks. So she wants you to turn this manky room into something gorgeous. The deadline is the 29th of March and the hashtag is Kawaii Room Reno, which is K-A-W-A-I-I-R-O-O-M-R-E-N-O. And last but not least... A totally different type of challenge, which I don't think I've ever featured anything like this on the podcast, apart from when I've been talking about the official Sparked challenges. Oak Sims has created a challenge hosted by Fina's Friday Five. And Oak is a machinima director. Now, technically, this challenge will be shown on Twitch on the 12th of March, which was yesterday, if you're listening to this on the day the podcast comes out. But they will also be shown on Twitch on the 26th of March, so there is still time. So what is this challenge that's so exciting and new? This challenge is to create an ad for an in-game brand. So this is to create a short machinima-style advert infomercial commercial video that you can pop on your YouTube channel, or if you don't have YouTube, you can send the video over to Miss Fina by sending her a DM. And the details of that are all on the tweet. And I love the idea of having a nice mini machinima challenge. I had the best time making the sparked challenges. And even though the time limit for those were all still three minutes, they were still longer than the other machinima project that I did before, which was two minutes long. So this appeals to me in a big way. I don't think I've got time to do this, but I'm hoping that I can. But you should definitely give it a go. If you've never made a machinima before, this could be an amazing introduction. Or if you really want to make a full series, you've got these ideas going through your mind, but you do not know where to start with making the machinima, having a practice run making a short video like this is a great idea. Throw yourself in with very little pressure. It's a bit of fun and it's not got to be very long. There's not even a time limit. So if you run over a bit, then that's okay. My problem with the spark challenges, especially for the second one that I did, which was challenge three, is that I was trying to create an entire fairy story in the space of three minutes and it was stressful. But this isn't stressful at all. And you should try it if you're interested at all. If you really, really don't know where to start with machinimas, I do have a tutorial on my channel. Yes, I'm going to self-promote. I'm allowed to. It's my segment. I will do what I want. So do go and check out my YouTube channel and there's a video called How to Make a Machinima Behind the Scenes of the Frog Princess, which was my sparked video for the third challenge. 
and it just kind of goes over what I did. Very broad instructions of how to use and find animations and what mods you could do with getting if you want to get into this in a serious way. But anyway, go and look that up on my YouTube channel, which is PFrog Sims, if you are so inclined. And that's all from me for now, so cue outro. Thanks for listening to my little segment. If you want to see me do the Super Sim Challenge and lots of build challenges, come over to Twitch and find me at twitch.tv forward slash pfrogsims. And if you're doing the 100 Baby Challenge, do check out my 100 Baby Challenge tips video on my YouTube channel, which is also called pfrogsims. And I'm called that on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and the gallery too. And that's P-E-A-F-R-O-G-S-I-M-S. And I'll chat to you next week. Bye! Zulzul, and welcome to the Simmers Digest Simmer TV Showcase. The Simmer TV Showcase is a way for me to put the spotlight on your amazing creativity and showcase your work and get more Simmers connected to you and your channels. It's our 41st Simmer TV Showcase, and we have some inspiring Simmers, LPs, builds, casts, and tutorials to show you all. Our LP this week is of Black Girl Simmers, The Best Friends Let's Play. We get a chance to watch the adventures of Julia Wright and Becca Clark both navigating their way through university. Throughout the LP, we meet the voracious cast members of this lovely Let's Play. Learn about their trials and tribulations in college as well. Black Girl Simmer's storytelling throughout is fantastic, but even more so because she brings up points about some of the Sims and their personal struggles we don't often see in LPs. It's worth getting to check out this detailed Let's Play, if not for the characters, then for the trials and tribulations alone. If you want to see more cast character creation, CC shopping, family let's plays, and other amazing videos, go check out Black Girl Simmer's videos and consider subscribing today. Imagine sitting in your front yard, near the beach, with a glass of iced tea in your hand and a book in the other. The air smells sweet and salty, and your home, the cottage, is full of natural lighting, yet small enough to give off a cozy feel. This is the feeling that Frambus gives off with her detailed, beautiful seaside cottage. Frambus is a beautiful builder, and if you'd like to check them out, please feel free to subscribe. They build everything from starters, modern homes, garden houses, detailed modern homes, and more. Subscribe to Frambus and download their builds. Their EAID is the same, F-R-A-M-B-I-S. If you ever want a creepy sim for your Halloween town, this is the picture-perfect example of one. Slawfesh's Ruthie, the Creepy Ragdoll. The Sim is a perfect example of a unique cast creation that has a backstory. Apparently, Slawfesh was not happy that her grandma drew a face on her clear-faced ragdoll, which inspired this creation. Slawfesh is an incredibly creative Simmer, and we'll be watching her for hilarious creations and casts and beautiful speed builds. Go give them a watch and sub for similar creations. If you are looking to watch a well-made, fully voiced machinima complete with beautiful CC and an intense storyline, consider watching Invisible, part of Serendipitia's Sereneville Stories collection. Her most recent video, Julian's Love, is a fun one to get started with, but her Sereneville story collection started two years ago, and her city's lore has expanded ever since. It follows Hannah Park on her journey of invisibility to self-discovery. 
If you want to check out her beautiful machinimas, take a chance on Serendipitia on YouTube for more entertaining storylines, well-executed use of CC, and enchanting content. Be sure to leave a comment and like on these Simmers videos to show the love for their creations and consider downloading their gallery pieces to see firsthand what they have done with the world to inspire your very own creations. You can watch the full videos by these amazing Simmers by clicking the links in the description down below or by visiting SimmersDigest.com. There you will see a Simmer TV tab at the top of the page. Click it and you will be able to find each Simmer TV showcase episode archived with links to each video. Again, thank you for watching, liking, and subscribing to the Simmers Digest YouTube channel. Until the next video, so so and keep on simming! chance that the tragic clown himself will knock on your sims door. For more tips, tricks, and fun facts, follow me on YouTube or TikTok by searching for Hip Hip Renee. Everybody, this is Lady Sweetheart here with your weekly CC Creator Spotlight. This week we shine the light on an absolutely incredible CC creator by the name of Clumsy Alien. Clumsy Alien is a Maxis Match CC creator who makes so many amazing hairs, clothing, and accessory items for our Sims. What really stands out about Clumsy Alien CC is not just the beauty of her pieces, but how incredibly detailed and stylish they are. Her CC really is unique in that it is done in the Maxis Match style, but still manages to have an almost realistic quality to it, all the while fitting in perfectly with the style of the game. I love and use so much of Clumsy Alien CC in my game, she has definitely earned a spot as one of my go-tos when it comes to finding high quality Maxis Match CC. The beautiful hairs she creates are varied in length and style, but are always done perfectly. And the clothing and accessories are so beautiful and trendy, they are guaranteed to keep your sims looking their very best. So if you're looking to add some beautiful and stylish Maxis Match cast CC to your game, look no further than the amazingly talented Clumsy Alien. This has been Lady Sweetheart with your weekly CC Creator Spotlight. This week's The Sims Mobile News segment has been brought to you by The Sims Nation. Find your tribe with us. Hey Super Simmer, yes you, we get it. Playing The Sims in all its forms, on PC, console, and mobile. It is ridiculously fun. However, playing all on your own can get a little lonely. 
After all, your sims are gorgeous, your house flawless, and your shenanigans side-splitting. All of that awesomeness deserves to be shared. Find your simming tribe at The Sims Nation. We're a Facebook group fueled by crazy fun contests, sim stories, and dedicated simmers. If you love wild storytelling, killer contests for cash and clout, or just want to rub elbows with players who love The Sims as much as you do, join our Facebook and Discord group today. Can't wait to see you there, you superstar you. Mashima Simon is Simmer's Digest Podcast. I am April Dark, a Mashima creator on the YouTube platform. This time I'd like to tell you about an awesome collab I was a part of. This is actually something new on my channel and I think that in general because I don't see many of such projects in the Mashima community. I am talking about the collaboration Mashima series, Memories of a Siren. It was created by Starshes, Izumini and me. The whole series has three parts, was made in Sims 3 and 4, and included voiceover. It was a fun thing to do for me. As I said before, I have never done anything like that, and it was cool to have some new experience. I will tell you a little about the plot right now. Memories of a Siren is a Sims 3 4 cinematic story split into three parts. It tells the story of a mermaid Calypso who commits a terrible crime. She kills a human out of revenge and, because of that, is banished from the mermaid world by its queen. How will Calypso cope in her new environment? Will she learn to forgive herself? So that was the synopsis. I always mention them in my segments to give you a small hint of what we are talking about. I think that this is all I can tell you about the story to not spoil important events. I also asked Starshes and Izumini if they wanna say something about their experience with our project. Hey all, it's Starshes here and you might know me from the Stargo Snooping segment I host on the podcast every other week. I'm super excited to be a part of April's segment today and talk about my experience of working in a trio for our Machinima collab, Memories of a Siren. I've dabbled at Sims 4 Machinima for about a year now and have really been inspired by April and Azumini's work. They have really been like a mentor to me. I really wanted a chance to do something different and fun and tell a story together. I've seen MEPs before, which is like a collaborative music video splits into several parts and published as one whole video, but have never really seen it done with a short story before, so this was so exciting and definitely something new. April really wanted to tell a story about mermaids. I absolutely loved the idea, but we had a hurdle. April and Azumini direct Machinima in Sims 3, and I use Sims 4. Sims 3 mermaids had depth, they could go underwater and had their own world, and Sims 4 really just touched the surface with mermaids, we didn't have much. So that in itself was a huge struggle. If you haven't seen Memories of a Siren, then you should check out just how we got around this. 
It was also the very first time I had used voice actors in my machinima and it was just an amazing experience seeing your scripts leap off the page with such intense emotion. I don't want to give too much away about the plot but it's a short tale about revenge, hatred, acceptance, guilt and love and it has a huge plot twist. Overall, I had such a great time working with these two exceptionally talented women and being able to share the creative process with them. If you haven't already watched Memories of a Siren, then please do go search it and watch it on YouTube. Hi everyone! It's so nice to be here with Starshoes and April Dark and tell you more about our projects and the experience we had working together. I was the person who recorded the last part and my biggest inspiration were the first and the second parts from this machinima. Girls have made an amazing atmosphere in their parts and I really wanted to achieve it in mine. I have never ever before recorded mermaid machinimas, so that was a challenge for me. If it comes to costumes and world cause Island Paradiso hates me the most from all worlds in Sims 3. <laughs> and scenery, cause I even didn't know how to put Sims into the ocean so they could be presented in it as a mermaid. I can't say how much I grateful I am. Girls helped me a lot and I love the characters that they created. I can't forget about voice actors who gave our projects definitely that something. The effort that they put into this story, emotion they gave to our characters. After watching the first two parts with voiceover, I was stunned. They did a pretty good job and I'd like to want to thank them in this podcast. Thank you April Dark and Stashius for inviting me. Without you, I wouldn't create part 3 of this well-made machinima. Thank you, girls. You are the best machinima makers. Thank you so much, Tarshis and Izumini, for telling about your experience with our project. I can't say how happy I am to see that we managed to complete the whole series and that the final results turned out so amazingly. I'm in love with every part of this magical story. In the end, I would like to remind you that this month we are celebrating Marchinima when we focus on Machinima works from our community. I'd be super grateful if you could also join this event and support other Machinima creators by watching and commenting on their content. I think that we, Mashlima creators, are the most harmed by YouTube algorithm right now. So it would be great of you if you could support us, maybe even talk about this event using hashtag Marchinima on social media. That's all if it comes to my segment. Thank you so much for listening to it and I hope that you will enjoy the rest of our podcast. Bye! I'm Soli Sims. And I'm Technobabble. And this is your Simmers Digest News Brief. Women's History Month is in full swing as both Maxis and Fire Monkeys leap full-bodied into spring with fresh content. This week, Sims Free Play inundated their players with a live event, an influence at an event, a hobby event, and a sim chase simultaneously. Sims Mobile developers unleashed a deluge of spring-themed purchasable packs and player-pleasing events 
and Sims 4 got down and dirty with the new Bust the Dust vacuuming kit, their throwback feet kit, and their country kitchen kit, though not without hiccups. The Sims 4 team also revealed their internal spring cleaning efforts through a published list of bug correcting efforts, aptly dubbed the laundry list in the spirit of transparency. The world of Sims Freeplay is a buzz this week with activity. Busy Simmers engaged their Sims in a series of incredible events, all within the fresh Art Deco. Persistent players win a slew of slick gilded prizes during Influence Island, an event that encourages players to swindle and cajole NPC Sims into friendship in return for network tokens. These tokens purchase such glamorous prizes as Art Deco archways, gold pendant lights, Diamond, diamond mirrors, gold deco coffee tables, gold deco showers, bookshelves, baths, corner chairs, bathroom sinks, and a grand prize pack of wardrobes, king-sized suite beds, lavish pianos, deco wall lights, fret deco paints, and flapper-worthy outfits and hairstyles for female scenes. Additionally, the current Glam Mansion live event offers more gilded gifts for Sims free players in return for their crafting efforts. Players craft candles, glassware, pottery, and jewelry to earn jaw-dropping luxury items befitting only the swankiest sims. Players are currently working to earn pristine bamboo plants, geometric paintings, geometric showers and sinks, geometric baths and toilets, counters and tinted windows, shiny kitchen essentials, a gleaming breakfast bar, luxury lounge sectionals and coffee tables, and a grand prize of the imposing Glam Mansion, an expertly pre-designed lot for upper-class sims. Meanwhile, Camham's current sim chase offerings encourage sims to compete against a rival sim in return for luxury restroom prizes. The hobby event lures sims into the fashion hobby in order to win an array of fresh male headsets. Freeplay simmers now look to the horizon for the next update announcement for April and May. I now pass you on to Technobabble with The Sims Mobile and Sims for News. Thank you, Soli. This week, Sims Mobile developers unveiled a gamut of spring cleaning events for the gardening gamer. The Greenest Garden Treasure Hunt, which began March 8th, promises such quaint accoutrement as birdhouses, bug farms, and functional greenhouse, and large broadleaf plants and flowers to build a landscaping paradise. The rest of The Sims Mobile's current spring-themed update features long-anticipated reruns such as Desert for Two Sweet Treats event, which is due to begin March 22nd. This event offers the amazing Marble Lover's Tub, a huge outdoor movie screen, a wealth of romantic candles, and the sparkling path any sim could use to seduce a loved one. The Wash and Fold Sweet Treats event, which rewards players with a functional washing machine and other laundry room essentials, will return April 5th. Wumples returns in this update alongside some anniversary prize offerings, several pack reruns, and purchasable packs filled with flowers for the gardening guru. Check the Simmers Digest website, SimmersDigest.com, for full coverage on these packs. In Sims 4 news, Maxis rolled out their kit DLC this week to mixed reviews. While some players balked at spending more money for bite-sized content, other players leapt at the opportunity to add more gameplay fashion, and kitchen-themed build-buy to their games. According to the developers, these new kit offerings are easily digestible content updates, offered for $4.99 US, between larger pack releases 
to potentially whet the insatiable appetite of our simming community. These kits will offer either fashion for the discerning style of simmer, fresh build by for the bold builder, or new gameplay for the avid storytellers and completionists. For now, Maxis has released three kits, Throwback Fit, which offers colorful 90s athleisure wear, Country Kitchen, which offers brand new country style worn kitchen items, and Bust the Dust, which offers a set of vacuums, a new dusty gameplay loop system, complete with dust bunnies and two new aspirations. Not long after the release, however, the kits began disappearing from Origin, even for the players who had already purchased the kits. Maxis is currently looking into the issue. Sims Nation Magazine and Simmers Digest offered three free kits to their followers. I'm very excited to announce that the winners are Maya Make Sims, who will receive a Country Kitchen Kit, Cowplant318, who will receive the Bust the Dust Kit, and Gia W Legend will receive the Throwback Fit Kit. Congratulations to each of you. We will be reaching out to you via Twitter very soon. And thank you to all of our followers for sharing your excitement for the brand new kits. We would like to give an enormous shout out to streamer Taylor Renaya, who helped Sims Nation raise $122 for our Girls Who Code charity event. Let's keep simming for good. That's all for now, but keep checking the Simmers Digest website, simmersdigest.com, for more giveaways, challenges, and events. Remember to stay safe, thank a woman, and as always, happy simming. For more details and a closer look at many of the screenshots mentioned in today's news brief, be sure to take a look at SimmersDigest.com. Our team is working around the clock to keep you updated on all things Sims 4, Sims Mobile, and Sims Freeplay, along with highlighting many members of our community. Hi everyone, this is Becca from the Something Simlish team here to share some more tips and tricks about Sims 4. Today we're going to be looking at some basic tips for playing The Sims on consoles. So what's something that can make a game even more fun? Cheating. That's why we're going to start this series of console tips by talking about how to access the cheat bar. If you're a PlayStation user, use L1 plus L2 plus R1 plus R2 and then type in the cheat that you want to use. If you're playing on an Xbox, hold down both triggers and both shoulder buttons at the same time, so that's four buttons total. If the cheat bar appears without a keyboard, you can then activate it by pressing A. For more Sims 4 tips, tricks, and features, find us on Instagram at something underscore simlish. What an absolutely incredible show, if I do say so myself. I want to take a moment to thank each of you for tuning in this week, and a special thank you to all of you who not only tune in to the podcast each week, but you also share it with your friends, fans, and followers. And I would certainly be remiss if I did not mention our amazing Patreon supporters, Kawhi Foxita and Jason Chu, who contribute monetary donations each month to help keep our site ad-free, host more giveaways, and so much more. If you too would like to become a Simmer supporter, you can get all the details on our website. Just click the Become a Simmer Supporter banner at the top of the page to learn all about how you can support our work each week. Speaking of our site, I am overjoyed to share with you that we have updated the site to be even more user-friendly as well as mobile-friendly. 
If you've not yet checked out the new layout, head on over to SimmersDigest.com today and let us know what you think. And of course, as you all know, the Digest is always growing and looking to explore new avenues to increase our engagement and connections with you. It's our commitment to always keep you up to date, so we will continue to keep everything you may want to know about the Simmers Digest over at SimmersDigest.com. There you will find all of the links to our socials, blog posts, Simmer features, gallery walks, and so much more. Our Simmers Digest community is growing each week, and I cannot thank you all enough for your continued support and encouragement. I could not make this show happen without an amazing and ever-growing crew. You can connect with them by checking out the About tab on our website today. And of course, I would like to thank them right here. Thank you Hip Hip Renee, Silken Sims, Star Shuz, P-Frog Sims, It's Physics Jim, Soli Sims, Retha Sims, Lady Sweetheart, Alaren, Basically Bex, Miss Fina, Nerdgasm, April Dark, Yellow Plumbub, and the entire Something Simlish team for your continued support and brilliant creativity you bring to the show each week. And for all the energy you put forth to help support our amazing community and all of its members. I would also like to thank the moderators, managers, docents, and members of the Sims Nation on Discord. All week long, they keep the conversation lively, send in fantastic new videos, builds, Sims, and more to feature both here and in the digital pages of the Simmers Digest magazine. I adore spending hours each day connecting with Simmers and collaborating there, as well as with the brilliant members of the Plum Bob Academy and the Sim Streamers and YouTubers group on Facebook. And lastly, I want to thank you for tuning in this week. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want more Simmer-related content, look no further than the Simmer's Digest magazine from our Flipboard magazine. Just a few flips and you may discover someone new. An imaginative build idea, great YouTube channels, and so much more. Please consider following us on Twitter, checking out our website, SimmersDigest.com, connecting with us on Instagram, or even on TikTok, and perhaps even favoriting our page on Facebook. If you enjoyed the episode, please consider subscribing inside of your favorite podcasting app. Or if you're listening here on Anchor, you can favorite the station. Remember, each week you can contribute to the podcast by just being a positive and active member in our community. Of course, I would love for you to connect with me on a daily basis in the Sims Nation group on Discord, which you can find an invite link to on my Twitter page. Speaking of Twitter, please send me tweets or tag me in your posts at Simmers Digest, spelled S-I-M-M-E-R-S-D-I-G-E-S-T. If you would like to be featured here on the podcast, The Plum Bob Academy is a Discord server dedicated to supporting, educating, and promoting Sims content creators. Whether you're a YouTuber, streamer, blogger, or podcaster, this community has tutorials, help groups, and informed staff to help you learn more about how to use your chosen platform, grow your audience, and just support you on your journey. The world of content creation can be hard and lonely, but it doesn't have to be. 
find others who share your passion, have been on this journey so know your pains and how to help you. Join the Discord server, The Plum Bob Academy, today. Can't find the server? Follow us on Twitter and get the link, meet new people, find great content, or have your content retweeted. The Plum Bob Academy is here to help support you on your creative path. So come join this amazing group of creators today. I hope to see you on the server. absolutely adored The Sims and podcasts. They also know that I have been looking for enjoyable Sims-based podcasts to listen to for some time and had quite a hard time finding anything new and current. Lucky for this Simmer, I recently came across a gem while continuing my search. The fantastically brilliant podcast named Under the Plumbob is delightfully entertaining with new content every week. The team of hosts have an absolute blast stepping away from reality to share their thoughts about The Sims, related news, favorites, and so much more. If you are looking to expand your audio enjoyment of The Sims, then do yourself a favor and go check out Under the Plumbob today, found on just about every podcasting app.